When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Give me that hairbrush, Lorene. Don't you dare get away from her. Her hair is a wreck. It is not. Don't touch it. You cannot stand there and tell me her hair isn't a wreck. I can and just did. Do you want her buried properly or not? We came here to view the body, Sydney, not to get into a wrestling match over the hairstyle. Who's wrestling? I'm about to. I'm about to do one of those pile driver moves on you and plant you into the floor. You're insane. Get away from me. She's my aunt, not yours. So? I'm going to fix her hair. If you value your life, you won't. Oh, you're threatening me? Yeah, and we're in Alice's funeral home, which makes it convenient. How is that? So when I end your life, we can just throw your corpse into the nearest pine box. Marine! Give me the hairbrush. She never wore her hair like this in her life! So what? Now she's dead, and now she is. Everyone who knew her, really knew her, will be appalled. Are you saying I didn't know my own aunt? Did you? Of course I did. I knew her better. She and I helped serve at all the potlucks at the church. So what? She was my flesh and blood. Who doesn't know how she liked to wear her hair when she was amongst the land of the living? Get Officer Blankenship on the phone because I'm about to commit homicide. Give me the hairbrush. Just let me give her bangs. She loves bangs. She did not. She never cut her hair, as in ever. Hold that thought, then. I'll get my scissors from my purse. Sydney, don't you dare. What? in the name of common decency is going on in here. Alice! Finally, the voice of reason. I'm trying to get Miss Turney's hair into style other than the mop that she has on the top of her head right now. And she is my aunt, and I am telling you For that your information, we are trying to conduct a funeral next door here to the viewing room. The entire congregation can hear every single word you've been saying. Oh. Well... No one told us that there was a funeral going on. Um, when's it over? Sydney. We are going to settle this hair thing with- Yes, we are. Miss Turney knew her time was upon her to pass from this life, and she specifically requested for the hairstyle you see on her now. She did? Really? She did. It could still use some touching up. Out! And don't come back until you two can get along. Alice, we were- Out! Be gone! Vamos. Sure. Okay. Welcome to the town of Puscataha, Oklahoma, where Alice Merriweather keeps the family undertaking business alive one funeral at a time. Stage Struck Audio Theater presents The Dirt Nap. This episode, The Wedding Ring. 
here we are on the last to let you down podcast with our own officer Reese Blankenship. Welcome officer Blankenship. Come on Alice, it's me Reese. No need to be so formal. Right you are. This podcast is mainly to talk about what it's like working in a funeral home, but your profession is somewhat connected. How so? As an officer of law enforcement, you see a lot of things, don't you? I see some things, sure. And trying to be polite about it, you see a lot of death. People who have passed from this life in a violent way. That's not a common occurrence in a small town like this one. But I'm sure you've seen one or two in your time. A couple, yeah. Let's discuss them. I don't know, Alice. It's... Believe me, our listeners love hearing this kind of thing. If you say so. My business is helping loved ones say goodbye to their dearly departed loved ones. And many times they don't go in a quiet way, if you catch my drift. Caught it. I'm sure you've had to deal with someone who was shot to death? No, not really. This one guy accidentally shot himself in the leg while hunting, but that was no big deal. Wow, really? Where I trained, we saw bodies that had literally been riddled with gunfire. Yikes. It was at that. Makes you think. About what? Life, death, what comes in between. I did have a guy who was stabbed. Yes, I've dealt with many who passed from this life from being stabbed. Oh, he didn't die. His wife was practicing her knife-throwing skills. Her what? I know, don't ask me. Anyway, she got him in his left butt cheek. Ouch. But he didn't die? No. It's all right to discuss those you've dealt with who passed, Reese. It's what we're here to discuss. This podcast of mine deals with things like that from time to time. Okay, if you say so. So, dealing with death while on duty? One of the two I've had to deal with, well, it's not pretty. Some aren't. He fell out of his boat and got ripped to pieces by the prop on the boat. Ripped to pieces? Yeah. There were chunks of him floating all uh, over. Excuse me, Reese. Chunks? Yeah. One was as big as a football. I think it might have been his- Officer Blankenship, this is a serious show, discussing the serious nature of death and how it needs to be dealt with and respected. Not some opportunity to share a horror show. I thought you wanted to- This is Alice Merriweather, and thanks for listening to The Last to Let You Down. Our next episode will be talking about flower arrangements. Talk soon, and don't take today for granted. Loved your latest episode, Alice. Let's not talk about it. I want to hear more about the chunks of the guy who- Let's not talk about it. I do not appreciate graveyard humor. We all know you take your job seriously. I do. He was just having a little fun with you. I wanted serious analysis about- Would you lighten up already? You're such a stuffed shirt all the time. I'm a what? She's got you there. I realize you value your family's mortuary. Funeral home. Whatever. Lorene. Could we table this discussion, please? Our friendly neighborhood insurance guy looks distraught. Where is he? Oh. Did someone get my order in? We didn't know you were coming in today. I come in every day. What are you all flustered about? I'm not flustered. Scoot over. You're crowding me. I need coffee. Someone wave her down over here. Your arms aren't broken. I'll get her attention. Oh, Alice, I love the newest episode. That Reese is a hoot. Don't start that up again. She isn't. And I was trying to start a serious- No! We aren't traveling down that road again. 
Clarence, you look like the cat who ate the canary, had the cream, and is stuffed in a cardboard box for a nap. You will not believe what I found. What? You won't. Okay, we won't. So what is it? I was west of town and was doing some metal detecting. Oh, no, no. You know what's worse than hearing Alice drone on about her funeral parlor thing? Funeral home. It's a home. I want to provide a homey atmosphere for the dearly departed. We know. Everyone in this sorry town knows. And I'm with Sydney on this one, Clarence. Your metal detecting thing, although interesting in the beginning, is only more stories about you finding old pull tabs off of soda cans. Not this time. It's a funeral home. Alice, your coffee needs a place to live, like in your mouth. Fill it, please. I mean, really, Clarence, what kind of hobby is metal detecting anyway? You spend a lot of money on some doohickey to try and find bits and pieces of old rusted metal in the ground. Yeah, like the 1973 quarter you found last week. 73 was a good year. You weren't even breathing air yet. Still a good year. But not worth anything. Not a farthing. It's not about that. It's about the past. Our past is... No, spare us. Alice, you should have Clarence on your podcast. You two could spend hours talking about a whole lot of nothing. What I found isn't nothing. Pull the other leg, honey bun. Sometimes you two old crones drive me... Old crones? Do you even know what a crone is, Clarence? Mm? Do you? I do. It's an old hag. I think he chose the right word there. Thank you, Alice. Don't mention it. Alice, you can just keep your... Yeah, little missy, for your information, it's a mortuary. Funeral home. The dead don't care. You did not just say that. Uh, ladies? Would someone shut up long enough to flag her down and get us some more coffee? Alice, the dead are dead and do not care. But their families do. Ladies, pay attention. Oh, wow. Holy Toledo, where did you get that? The west side of town. That's a wedding ring. A band, actually. It's gorgeous. On the west side of town. Yeah, out past Harper's place. He has a pasture on the other side of his house that he lets me go detecting in. That's gold. No kidding. Oh boy, there he is. Tall, dark, and hubba hubba. What does he have that I don't have? Let's see. Charm, looks, deep brown eyes, a chin that is perfectly square, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides that. You guys are embarrassing. Really? You ought to see the shade of crimson in your cheeks right now. You don't use rouge, do you, Alice? That's right. You don't. It must be a natural tint. Or you've been sitting in the sun. And we all know that funeral home directors rarely do that. Morning, everyone. Hey, Reese. Pull up a chair, big man. Loved your spot on Alice's podcast, Reese. Good stuff. Even if she didn't let you finish. Okay. I don't need to justify why I... Just exactly why didn't you want to talk about the deaths I had seen? Uh-oh. Here we go. Ooh, do they serve popcorn here? You don't want to ask Alice about her? Some time ago, after my grandma died, I got to go in and view her in the funeral home. Not this one here in town, as she didn't live here, and it would have been weird because my family owns it. Anyway. He allowed me to be alone with her in a quiet place where I could say my last goodbyes without any interruption or disturbances. It meant more than I can possibly explain. I get it. 
and that changed the course of my life. I take the death of someone very seriously. It isn't something to be mocked or, I wouldn't dream of or have anything sarcastic said about... Alice, I was sharing a horrific experience with you and your listeners. I thought you of all people would realize that I would never... We will just agree to disagree. No, we won't. We will all... Hey, Reese, what do you make of that? Has she brought the coffee over here? My stomach thinks it needs caffeine, and I mean right this second. Leave her down. She's over there talking to Robbie Blair. You mean that big hunk of male flesh over there? Sydney, you just said that out loud. Did I? I stand by it. It's a gold wedding band. Clarence found it out west of town while he was metal detecting. You do that? I do. A good hobby to have, if I do say so myself. My dad did it. Nice. I'm still sorting through all the junk he's collected. Oh? I bet someone is missing this, you know. How do you know? A feeling. And I trust those very much. You're the only one. If someone doesn't get that waitress's attention, I am going to die from no caffeine intake. Please, someone. All right. For goodness sake, Lorene. You're just mad because I... What do you think I should do about it, Reese? Put an ad in the paper? You could do that. What are you staring at? Is that an inscription? An inscription? Where? I didn't see one. Let me look. Sydney? Well, would you look at that? Yep, that's an inscription. I can't make it out. Let me. By all means, your highness. I could set off a flare and our floozy of a waitress wouldn't know it. Does she know Robbie Blair has been married four times and is working on number five? He is? Since when? It looks like BF something to RP. Yeah, I think you're right. Be careful, Reese. You're breathing the same air as Alice. She might not- Clarence, shut up. Please, and many gratuitous thank yous. I thought I was going to be wife number five. Sydney, pay attention. I am. To that over there, have you seen biceps like that before? You mean with the demon tattoo wrapped around it? Yes, that. I don't know about you, but that is hot as in hot, hot, and hot. Okay, focus on your eggs. So, Reese? Yeah? The ring? I think I should put an ad in the paper. And you found it west of town? Yeah. Out past the Harper Place. The Harper Place. Hmm. Uh-oh, the bloodhound is on the scent. And our waitress is headed this way with the coffee. Bless her pea-picking soul. Clarence, you mind if I hold on to this for a couple of days? Sure, knock yourself out. But in metal detecting, it's always finders, keepers, losers. This is someone's wedding ring. That was lost. I'll see you all. You're leaving? And he's gone. Did you guys see that look on his face? That ring could get me a new guitar. A new guitar? You already own seven. Eight. What? I bought one last month. You all need to come by and see it. I wonder what he's up to. You heard him. He just bought a new guitar. Not him. Officer Blankenship. Watch it there, honey. You're blushing again. You took long enough in there. It's John Harrison. What did you expect? Let me guess. He asked you about your folks, your business, your last funeral, your... Yes, to all the above. So, what's the word from the illustrious editor of our infamous newspaper? With ad rates on the rise, lest we forget. Which he reminded me of. 
I haven't placed an ad in the past couple of months. It's death. Who needs to advertise for that? Come on, let's go. Where? He doesn't have any past issues of the newspaper on the premises. He says they're all in microfiche at the library. Micro what? Does anyone here know how to operate one of those things? We'll figure it out. Sydney. What? Oh, right. Hoppin' everybody. Don't mind the mess. I need to take it in to get detailed. They have these things called hands. It's a brand new thing. Shut up. You know her, Loreen. Her hands don't pick up trash. I know already. She pays folks to feed her, I hear. Shut your sweet faces. Why are we doing this again? Because we want to know who owns the ring. And if they're still alive, which is what Clarence really wants to know so he can sell it. Or not. You're grumpy today, Alice. You sure are. And that's not like you. You're all... Have a pleasant burial of a Merryweather funeral. Oh, man. She sure is. I'm not grumpy. Grouchy, then. A definite affirmative on the grouchy. Okay, so I'm grouchy. The question is, why? No particular reason. Look at me when you say that. Loreen. Look right square in my eyes, girl. What do you see? Oh, dear. Let's not play this game. Uh-oh. Loreen. Let me take a stab at it. The dreamboat that is our police officer friend, Mr. Reese Blankenship. Sydney. Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it bad. Bad. If she had it any worse, she'd break out in hive. She sure would. Let me see your neck, Alice. Would you watch the road? Yeah, pay attention. Who would embalm us all with our chief mortician in the car with us? Funeral director. Who has the hots for Officer Blankenship. You want a car wreck, Sydney? I'll get us into a car wreck. Get your hands off the steering wheel. Alice! Good grief. Get a grip. I had one. And then you two called to do a little detective work. He is handsome, isn't he? He sure is. He made fun of my profession during my podcast. He did not. Alice, honey, he wasn't trying to- I take my work seriously! Here we go. No joke. I'd like to have the dead know that they are loved and blah 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 blah. He was making fun of me. He was flirting. He sure was, and I'm jealous. That man would chew off his arm before he hurt your feelings, Alice. And if you're too blind to see that, then maybe I'll take the initiative and move in. Who said I was interested in him? (laughs) Police! Sydney! What? The library! You passed it! Reese? Hello? Why am I out in the middle of- Clarence? Over here. There you are. Don't yell. You'll scare the fish. You're one tough man to locate. Is this part of the job? My day off. Anything biting? They were until you tromped through the woods. Sorry. I have another pole if you want to- No, no. That's alright. Hey, my whole life was going fishing. My dad and grandpa took me all the time. Day, night- They raised you right. Yeah, well, I'm sick to death of it now. No offense. So? So, oh. The ring? Yeah. That's why you tracked me down on my day off. The one and only day I get to myself this week. A man's day off is a sacred thing, Clarence. Whose ring is it? Don't know yet. You've had it for... These things take time. How much time? Why do you want to know? I'm curious. To hawk it. 
Someone may be looking for it. They weren't the other day when I found it. Clarence. So, I'm an opportunist. You want the cash? You bet I do. This is the biggest find I've ever had. And I want to prove to the girls that I haven't been wasting my time all these years. You're wanting to prove a point? Who does the ring belong to? Don't know. I said that already. And you're scaring away my fish. You'll get over it. Who owned the harbor place before he did? How am I supposed to- Wait. Greg Finley. That's right. That's not our BF or RP. And why don't they have the same last initial? It was an engagement band. They weren't married yet. I don't see what Greg Finley has to do- Who did he buy the land from? Don't know. Do you? I've got fishing to do, Clarence. But hey, come on, Reese. You want me to run you in on my day off? On what charge? I can think of six just standing here. Just think of how many more I could come up with on the way to the station. You're the worst. See ya. How do I get out of here anyway? How much longer is this going to take? As long as it does. Brilliant. We don't even know if this mystery couple had their engagement posted in the paper. Or what year. Or which decade, for that matter. We can do this. Give me another roll of microfiche. Hey, all. Ah! Don't do that! Clarence, we are in a library. I nearly wet myself. Actually, it looks like you did. You lie like a dog. Made you look. What are you doing here, Clarence? I think the same thing you're trying to do. Find anything? Nothing that matches the initials. I saw Reese. How is that tall drink of water? Tall drink of what? He got me to thinking. Who had the Harper land before? Greg Finley did. And who did he get in? No idea. Who? Don't know. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to track down the deed records. That's county, Clarence. Not the library. There's a database here that we can access. You have to use your library card, or I would have done it from the office. Let's go then. Buford Finley. To Retha Poteet. We were a bit too late. He died in 06. She a year later. Any guesses? Probably out working the land, most likely. I talked with Greg, and he said they worked a lot together out in the fields. <laughs> Are you crying? Just... well... <laughs> it is touching somehow, isn't it? Does this mean I can sell it? I don't think so. So, Greg inherited the land from his dead dad, and then sold it shortly thereafter to Harper. He said his mother lost the ring when he was in his early 20s. A long time ago, then. (laughs) Oh, Alice, quit sniveling. (laughs) You're gonna make me start. And here they are in the cemetery, waiting for eternity to arrive. I like what they have carved on the headstone. He put eternity in their hearts. The Bible. Yep. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm getting weepy now. The headstone is kept neat. With fresh flowers. That's Greg's wife. She does it. A lot of memories wrapped up in that ring if you think about it. Let's not. I don't have a hanky with me. More folks out here taking a dirt nap. Clarence, I don't like that. It's crude but fitting. And our turn is coming. You guys are a real downer. I'm going back into town and get some pie and coffee at the cafe. You can join me or stay out here in Boohoo all you want. Sounds good. Wait up. So... You can't sell it. Yeah, got it. Uh, Sorry. Excuse me? 
I've been giving you the cold shoulder since the podcast. You have? You didn't notice? I did. I figured you had your reasons. I'm sensitive about the dearly departed. The dead. Yeah, I get it. It's your work. It's more than that. You know, eternity and all that. Now I think I need the coffee and pie. I I wanted to apologize. And I accept it. If you have me on again, I promise to be more sensitive. About that. So soon? We can talk about finding this ring and... Oh, here. Oh, yeah. The ring. To go right on top of the headstone. I'll tell Greg where to get it. She didn't have it for so long. Alice? Yeah? Never mind. You just... Well... Come on, Officer Blankenship. The first round of coffee and coconut cream is on me. Flag her down, will ya? I want another piece of cherry. That will make three, Clarence. And? What's your point? I'm a growing boy. Speaking of which, move your gut off my arm. You're funny. I'm glad you found that ring, Clarence. Oh, here she goes. Alice, honey, we don't need to go on about it. She's fine. Let her. Ooh. I hope they loved each other deeply, profoundly. I'm sure they did. Greg said they adored each other. Good. I like to hear that. I found the records on their funerals. Dad kept meticulous notes on all his funerals. To sum up, they were loved. They were both well attended. The flowers filled up the sanctuary. He wrote beautiful down for both of them. Sounds like it. We should be so lucky. Enough already. Wave the waitress down. The next round is on me. You've been listening to Stage Struck Audio Theater's production of The Dirt Nap, The Wedding Ring. Next episode, The Stakeout. Join us, won't you? In the cast as Alice, Cat Key, Reese, Ruben Sheck, Sydney, Ariana Webb, Lorene, Linnea McClure, Clarence, Cameron Brown. Script by Brett Jones. Stage Struck Audio Theater is a production of Wichita State University Theater Department. Hi, this is John Bell. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. In my podcast, Bells in the Battery, I usually surpass a thousand words. Why does he? But for every episode, there is also a picture. You mean the itty-bitty picture that you see when you bring up the episode? Yes, that's called a thumbnail. They're drawn on thumbnails? But now you can see all the thumbnail pictures in large format by going to the Bells in the Bat Free Gallery. Just go online to thebatfree.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-F-R-Y dot com. And click on gallery. That's G-A-L-L-E. I think they can figure that out. You'll see all the pictures for all the episodes that were created by Jeff Music, along with other guest artists like the Lavalie Brothers and famous animation director Dan Reba. Oh, he knows one celebrity and he really wants you to know about it. You'll also see lots of fan art over the years and a few surprises so when you're in the mood for a picture instead of a thousand words especially his his words words, go to thebatfree.com and click on gallery and be sure to clean your thumbnails before viewing